You're listening to The Endless Party with your hosts, Megan Elijah Armstrong. Hello, friends, and welcome back to The Endless Party. Hello, hello. We're so glad you're here with us, and that is the honest truth. <laughs> what a what a great start to this episode, Elijah. So, <laughs> you haven't already read the title, it is The Honesty Party. Let's be honest with you today. <laughs> so, we wanted to talk about this for a couple reasons, and... Excuse me, I think my mic just went off for a second there again, but now it's on. So, we wanted to talk about this for a few reasons. One of the reasons was, as some of you might have known from our last episode, we just moved apartments. We just moved. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. And unfortunately, with our previous landlords, we, how do I put this delicately, we didn't rub shoulders very well. No, and what it came down, and the only reason why we even bring this whole scenario up is because at the end of the day, it came back to us living, making, by, our living by our principles and making the best, honest it, like decision we could based off of our personal integrity. That and just our situation in its entirety. Um, so all of you should know by now, if you haven't, we had twin girls. And with twins comes just a lot to deal with mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of work which is a beautiful thing we love our babies yeah they're the best i miss them now they're yeah, napping they're napping Ugh, they're so cute however being in a basement apartment with two really rambunctious dogs and just a lot going on isn't ideal for your sanity especially when you're having two babies that cry because babies cry Absolutely. that's just what they do and so Previously, when we signed the contract for our basement apartment, we made it very clear that we might be there a year, we might not. And because of that, we wanted to have some flexibility with our landlord. And they were more than happy Mm -hmm. to be accommodating to us. And the first thing they said is, absolutely, like, we'll work with you so long as... You get past six months. Yeah, just get past six months and we'll work with you. Sure. And so we were at the 10th month. Yeah, ten, 10 month, ten month mark. mark. We'd paid rent 10 months. Yeah. And they knew we had twins. They knew we'd brought them home. And, you know, it was just getting tight down there. It was getting really tight down there. And we have also made it known that there were some things in regards to noise and just other things that weren't very accommodating to no, us. No, and it was just time to leave. It you was. Know, it, that's, and it, and that's just kind of Nothing there, to know? their fault. Like, no. that's just life. It was just like the situation. Like, it, you know they couldn't change the place we lived in and we just needed to get out yeah. so we went to them so i called them and i just said hey we, I, we have to leave we, we need to get out of this situation and it's nothing it's nothing against you guys and interestingly enough the husband was so great he yeah immediately he was great was like absolutely like no problem like we totally understand your situation and we did talk to you when you signed the lease that we'd work with you so like no problem well, then a few hours later, I get a text message, not even a phone call or a face-to-face. Mm-hmm. And it was like, hey, my wife just reminded me that you actually owe us more money because you didn't give us a notice. And we're keeping the we're deposit. We're keeping the deposit on top of that. 
And I was like, wait a second. Hold on. Like, this isn't working with us at all. Mm -mm. And so I gave him a call and I just said, hey, like, what's going on? Like, you guys said you'd work with us. And long story short, story short, they were like, well, that's not in the contract. So we were like, no worries. We'll go back to the contract. Yeah. And we found a breach and basically we had been violating the contract for a while because we were only supposed to have two people there. Two people living there. We ended up having four. Mm. Because (laughs) of that, it made the contract void and we would have had to have moved. Needless to say, this whole situation was really sticky and Mm. it was getting kind of heated. Both parties were starting to get upset with each other. And so finally we just moved house, like boom, out of there. Right. We decided it was best to move. And so we, and then I finally, you know, called them back and I just said, hey, this is the situation. And with our values based on our beliefs, like we're not going to pay this extra money for not living there. But we think it's fair that you guys keep the deposit, all things considered. Like Because we did inconvenience you by choosing to yeah. move. So um, this gives you at least another month worth of payment to be able to find new tenants and anyways it was still ugly but we just stuck to it because we also believe in the principle of like being a monster and sticking to your guns and recognizing that you're not always going to please everybody yes and sometimes you have to agree to disagree and realize that it's not a win-win or a lose-lose situation. It's a win-lose situation for both parties. And I think too, the only reason why we bring this up is because like in life, you think that every situation is going to have this like perfect closure. Right. And this was a situation where we didn't have this perfect closure and both parties were pretty upset with each other yeah. actually. Well, and it was pretty sad because we actually, I mean, were it was pretty great good friends with them and like, and was, we were both pretty flexible with each other yeah. and, and the 10 months there, like we said, it, it wasn't, wasn't bad it wasn't and it actually bad. ended up being nice because of the, our babies at the hospital and we were so close and things worked out that way. Right. But unfortunately it just ended and it, and it didn't end on gracious terms, which was pretty sad. No, but now that we're looking back at this situation, I think one thing that we're really thankful for is that we were honest. Yeah. And we called them and we told them exactly how we felt. And we told them exactly how we felt it was right to, you know, end this situation and yeah. move, you All know. Right. And this this reminds me real quick. <clears throat> There's always a little voice in the back of your head. It's basically like the devil on your shoulder and the mm-hmm. angel on your shoulder. That's yes. like, you know what? Forget them and don't even call them. Just, just move. Just move and Pack up and leave. It. And that was definitely, that's a huge temptation. I, I mean, we really like, wanted to do that because it was already really ugly. And we we're like, right. you know, we're just going to make them more mad by telling them we're not going to be paying them extra and we, money. And we did. And we did. They were more <laughs> mad at us. But that that goes back to... What Meg was just explaining is that that's what made us the honest, the honest part of us. The the standing. Like we got to be honest with them. We We got to tell them why we're leaving, and how we feel it's right to end the situation, even though it's going to make them uncomfortable, and it's uncomfortable for Mm. us to like have this conversation. You know. And I think I and I really like you know this like topic in this example too because i think something that's really interesting about honesty is that i feel like as a society we lie or have the habit of lying to try to make people feel more comfortable does this outfit look good on me right 
what well what are you gonna say well, are yeah, you gonna be honest or are you gonna be like do are you gonna say what makes people like comfortable right and what's better in the long run what and it's and i've noticed it's always better to be, to honest, be honest in the long run and i think another reason why we like wanted to bring this podcast up is because it's really easy to tell little white lies to save face it's so easy to save face. It really is. Yeah. And I think a lot of time, like, for example, I think this is something that all of us do as a society is, um, like, if we're if you're invited to something, you know, sometimes you'll make up a fake excuse to, like, get to out of that go. invitation. Yeah, to not go. Instead of, and I'm guilty of it. I think everybody's guilty everybody of it. Is. Instead of being like, hey, actually, this just isn't going to work and we're not going to be there, Yeah, you know? And what's better to say that or be like, oh, I'm so sorry, we can't make it because, well, and that's actually you know, this happened or this happened. You also say sorry, but in, really, in reality, you're not sorry. You're not sorry. Like, and that's dishonest too. you don't want to go to and you say, oh, I'm so sorry, I can't make it. But like, are you really are sorry? You really sorry? <laughs> I mean, and that's something, uh, honestly, we're trying to work on. Yes, I'm trying to be a lot better at very just, being just transparent like, just, this just isn't gonna, isn't work, gonna work and we're not gonna be there but thank you so and much no, for the and you don't even need to make an excuse no you really don't yeah like even i mean twins having twins it's if the you perfect want, excuse. You want excuse you want an excuse have, have twins. multiples man like just we show up we show up baby. to things and we're like hey we gotta leave because we have to feed the babies which is actually that's actually, that's actually, actually true, true. That's that does happen but people are always like oh my gosh of course absolutely like go yeah you you need to go you have two babies so if you do want an excuse, have two babies. Start the endless party yourself. Yes. Yeah, but it is interesting. You know, it also goes back to I think when people think of honesty, a huge person or a huge character they think of is Abraham Lincoln. Honest Abe. Yeah. How cool would it be to be known as like Honest Meg? Yeah. Like I was just an honest, good, just person. <laughs> good like, going you know person. Out of everything, she was always honest. Like that's she, cool to be like it's in, it's incredible, right? And by. so like, what did you have to do in order to obtain such a powerful title? Well, he must have always been honest. Well, <laughs> more than that, though, right? I was thinking about it. Oh, what? He had to, he had to be upstanding in all areas of his life, his principles, his values, because at the end he of the day, to true to everything. True, yeah, oh my true goodness. honesty is in is in personal integrity. Yes. Right. So it's being able to be a, keep your promises to both yourself and to others, to be a man of your word, to stand by no matter what comes in your way. Hmm. It's it's actually pretty cool because then you start to think. I mean, actually, I I read his book. It's called Lincoln, not his book, but Dale Carnegie wrote a book because he just loved him, mm-hmm. and it's called Lincoln Unknown, and he actually his his wife. Um, so he was in love with, I think you know it better than I do, but so his first love was who he truly would have died for. Right. But she got really sick and she actually passed away. And then he promised a girl that he would marry her and she was a nightmare. Like he couldn't stand her. Nobody could. She's really hard. She was really, really hard. But he made that promise. But he made the promise and he married her oh anyways. Oh my goodness. And that and like I'm set like, up the rest of his life as such. Who you marry matters. Who you marry matters big time. Wow. Right? And so I'm, we're not going to dive in in depth on his life. But if you want to know more, that book's is a great book. It's Lincoln Unknown. But it's just interesting because he was so devout to his values that he 
kept a promise to marry a girl who he was not in love with. That's amazing. Right. Wow. And he was I'm going to be real. I don't know if I'll ever I don't know if I could have done that. <laughs> yeah. It's just interesting that, like, honesty is essential to developing your true self. Uh, yeah, and absolutely. And I think, I think honesty starts with being honest to yourself. Yeah. And that's something I'm trying to develop. If I tell myself I'm going to work out today, I try to stay honest to that, like, what is it called? That, that promise. That, that promise, promise I made to myself and be like, commitment. okay, yeah, that commitment and be like, I'm going to work out today because I... And I said like, I was going to. Well, and if you're honest to yourself, normally you can be honest to everybody else. And it starts with you, I think. Yeah. It's cool, too. The sooner that you are honest with yourself and stop making excuses for yourself, the sooner you'll do the same for other people. Pretty cool. And it it goes even a step further than that. So if you keep your promises to yourself, right, like your commitment and your – like you you – what am I trying to say? It's like this, it just strengthens and fortifies your integrity as a person. Because if you're honest with the one person that you love most, which is yourself. Everybody loves themselves the most. Me, myself, I. It is so easy to be honest with everybody else. Right. I think something else I wanted to talk about is people respond really well to honesty. If you're just honest and you tell someone, I'm going to be honest with you and then you tell them the honest truth. Normally they respond better than you making up an excuse or lying. And normally you'll you won't get tangled like yourself into a web. Mm-hmm. For example, there was like in our life, I think we like we watched someone tell a white lie. Yeah. And what happened is it got like sticky and tangly, but instead of just like being honest with the person like in the first place yeah you know yeah and people usually respond pretty well so i don't know why we're all afraid to be honest and maybe we're afraid to hurt people's feelings or i don't know i think it goes back to what normally people respond pretty well i agree it's back to what you said though it's it's habit right Mm. it is just as easy to lie as it is to tell the truth but both are habit forming and the problem is most of us have formed the habit of a lie instead, instead of, of the, the truth. truth. Even, Interesting. Even when it's just something as simple as maybe making a story a little more extravagant than it was. <gasps> Interesting. You know? I never even thought about so that. So people like make it just a little more fluff. Just so to add they, a little. Even though it's like there was no fluff needed. Like the story sure. was great e- even without it. Yeah. Right? And there's people in my life that I've seen do that. And it's. Yeah. And what's interesting is as soon as you see somebody tell a white lie and you know it's a white lie, you, you immediately don't trust that person. So Which is crazy true. because most, if not all of us, have told little white lies. Yes, we have. All yeah. of us. I know all of us have. Yeah. And here's something I want to say. I feel like we talk about principles all the time on this podcast, but I just want to like put this disclaimer and being transparent. These are all principles Elijah and I are, are really trying to trying work. Really we're working on them. We're not perfect. And no. I can't say that I'm perfectly honest. Am I trying to be perfectly honest in all that I do? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. But you know, anyways, okay. That kind of goes into this. When you, when you see someone, have you ever also saw Okay, let me rephrase this. Have you seen someone lie in front of, like, not to you, but to somebody else? Yes. 
And how does that make you feel about that person? So like, let's say I'm having a conversation with you and I see you lie to somebody else. You're not lying to me, but then it's like, you know, could I trust you if you're being dishonest, dishonest with another person? How does that make me feel about my relationship with you? Because I'm right. like, oh, how many they... times have you lied to me? Right. Yeah. Anyways. And I think this kind of jumps into like one of my favorite stories of all time. This is the oh, epic yeah. pot roast over the fence story. Honesty wins. This is this, this is, is this is a really good story. Um, it happened at the uh, old the apartment, apartment, the basement apartment. So, at our basement apartment, not only did our landlords have two dogs, but we also were surrounded by dogs in every corner. Everyone and had dogs around us. I don't know why. Yeah, and then right yeah. behind us, they just got a new puppy, and it was a pretty big puppy. Yeah, but it was so loud, and they were trying to kennel train it, and we didn't know that. But it was outside, and it was 12 at night. I think it was it midnight, was, yeah. And it was 1 a.m. Like, it was bad. It it was really, really bad. And it was just whimpering and whining so loud. So like, loud. Ew, and it's right ew, outside our door. Ew, 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 ew. Just like that, okay? Ew, yeah, if you want to be ew, up at night ew, till 1 a.m., just ew, put this on repeat, ew, and you'll know ew, what we went through. Ew, okay, enough, ew. enough, enough. See, I'm just showing him. It was annoying. Yeah, it was that bad. Probably worse. Stop. <laughs> so, anyways, I was like, I can't, I can't handle this anymore. And so I went outside, and we had this leftover pot roast. It was like so gross. <laughs> well, it wasn't gross. I thought it was kind of gross. It turned out dry. It wasn't my best meal. Well, it, it was, was a fine. good cookie. It wasn't bad. So immediately, I just start hucking this pot roast in chunks, like over the fence, trying to get the dog stopped. And the dog like stops. I'm like, sweet, like I did it, you know. Then it starts up immediately after. So we just go to his parents' house. We're like, yeah, we so got to get out of here. My parents' house and just like, sleep. Like, we can't sleep we here. we couldn't sleep at all. And it was awful. And so finally, I get a text from our backyard neighbor. And he's actually a good friend of ours. And he texts me and he's like, hey, there was like some leftover Costco chicken in my backyard. <laughs> do you guys have anything? Like, do you know about that? And I'm like debating. Like, You're like, oh my gosh, are we gonna admit to the fact that, that I threw I just meat threw me over, over the fence? So I like start to question everything, right? And I even call my dad. I'm like, dude, I don't know what, what to do. What do I do? And he's like, just be honest. And I was like, You're right. So I immediately just call him, and I'm just like, Hey, hey Sterling. Sterling. <laughs> I said your dog was just super whiny, and I understand he's a puppy, and like no worries. But I was just trying to be get him to be quiet. And he's like, dude, why didn't you just call me? I was like, I actually didn't have your number until you just texted me. And so anyways, he's like, dude, it's no big deal. We were just curious because one ended up in my wife's planter. And There's like, just like meat in yeah, his like yard. Things. He's like, next time just call me. Like, I have no problem like dealing with it. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, not an issue. Right. And his dog actually did it again. And I just sent him Send a text, text. And I was like, hey, man. Like, can you, can you just like put your dog yeah. in? No big deal. And he's like, dude, your wife's pregnant with twins. Cause she was at the time. I was like, I have no problem putting my dog in. And it was great. Like he was so nice about it. And that made, and that relationship was like totally maintained because of the honesty. Yeah. Instead of just being I mean, dishonest. they're still like friends today. Yeah. Like you I know? saw him today. And yeah. You did see him today. Yeah. And it was like, Hey man, what's up? There's yeah. like no remorse. Even though Elijah legit threw me across the fence at like 2 a.m. to get the dog to stop. It was, uh. it was wild. But long story short, it is much better and it pays dividends. To be it, honest. It's the best investment 
to be honest. Because at the end of the day, nothing can come back to bite you. Nothing, like, you don't risk anything by being honest. Right. And I think if you start practicing the habit and changing the habit of being honest in the little things and, like, recognizing when you are telling those little white lies, then you can start really being honest in the big things when it matters. Making those hard uh, phone calls, having those hard conversations, being honest in all things. Yeah. It's honestly, honestly, (laughs) starting with yourself, you know. If you made, if you told yourself that you were going to commit to something, like stay committed, like do it, follow through. And if you're able to do that, everything else kind of starts to fall into place. Absolutely. I completely agree. So thank you guys so yeah, much for, for joining us thanks today. For watching. And until next time, we'll be see honest. Ya. We'll see, see you later. Guys. Bye. <laughs> You've been listening to The Endless Party. Please feel free to join us over at our website, theendlessparty.com, for more of our content. Also, we would love to hear from you. Leave some comments and let us know what you're interested in us talking about. Seriously, like, subscribe, leave a five-star rating, whatever it is the platform says to do, so that we can keep partying together.